Well, first things first, Alex, how's the air? How's the nose? Yeah, it's better. Yeah, yeah. Got there in the end. Um, I think they said there was a slight, could have been a slight break, but yeah, thankfully I got away with it. And yeah, I'll be fine for the weekend, which is good. Yeah, and actually, not so much that, but the way that you withstood the, um, you know, the physical nature of the championship—the first time you've had a prolonged experience to, to men's football—are you not surprised? But I, I guess you must be pretty happy with the way that you've gone, just dealing with that side of it. Yeah, I'm very pleased. Um, obviously, I didn't expect at the start of the season to to play as many games I have. Uh, I was just saying earlier, I would have been happy with ten games to play. I think I played thirty-six or something this season. So, yeah, like you said, the physicality of the league is very tough. Um, I experienced it a bit when I was 16 at Guernsey, but, yeah, it's a whole different level in the championship. But, yeah, I think I've done done pretty well. Uh, I like to think I use my body quite well, and, I've, yeah, I'm quite mature like that, so, so I understand when I, when I need to, like, win a foul, buy a foul. So, yeah, it's definitely helped playing a lot of games this season. Yeah, and in a one-off game, you know, any particular match can be physical, but actually just the accumulation of playing, especially the second half of the season when it's been Saturday, Tuesday, uh, there have been moments in that where you, you have found that sort of the relentless has been quite tough. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it is very difficult, like you said. The Saturday, Tuesday games for, for a period, we had them like every week it was Saturday, Tuesday. So I think it's all about it in your mind and your mindset to, to be wanting to play. And obviously... We've got the great facilities here so we can recover well. And yeah, they put everything in place for us to, to be ready for the next game. And, and that mindset, I think, is, is a lot of what's impressed the, the fans with your performances to, to, to get sort of thrown in at the deep end and, and to really swim rather than sink. Is, is that something that's always been a big part of your game, just that ability to deal with the situation as it, as it comes around? I think so, yeah. Um, again, I experienced that again. So I sort of got thrown in straight away as soon as I turned 16 and sort of never really came out of the side uh, when I got in there. So yeah, like this, at the start of this season, again, I was sort of thrown, I think I played the second half against Aston Villa and then it was the first game the week after and I started. So I definitely weren't expecting it, um, especially going through pre-season. I was never really, it was never in my mind that I was going to be starting so many games. Um, but yeah, I was just grateful to, to the staff and the manager here who's given me a great opportunity. And, and will you give yourself a little bit of time to just sort of you know take stock before the uh, the Euros this summer? Is is that something you're planning on doing once the, the season ends in a couple of weeks? Yeah, I think I'll probably get a week maybe just to relax, but then it'll be about building my fitness up. And obviously, I'll be keeping my fitness to to be as ready as I can for the Euro. So I probably won't get much of a break this summer, but it doesn't really bother me because hopefully, if I get a call up for England, I'll be playing for my country. So that's going to be a proud moment for me if I do get picked. Well, and that's it, isn't it? You know, to to play at a you know a, a European competition, albeit not as as big as a Euros in terms of the length of it or the number of matches you play. But these are the kind of things you'd be dreaming about when you you go to bed as a a young lad. Exactly. Yes. Um, like any any young lad wants to be in the position I am at the moment. So yeah, I'm just grateful for for all the opportunities and like you said, playing for your country. It's always a proud moment, whether it be a friendly or or a qualifying game. I was always proud to to wear the England shirt. So yeah. It would just be that one step further to play at a major tournament for England. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, and obviously you'll play with a lot of the the, the lads if you get there, that, you know, over the, uh, the last year or so. With that. Is it an easy sort of um, dress room to fit into when you're all coming from, from your different backgrounds and, and different, you know, upbringings and the rest of it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think that's a, a good thing about our team at England. Um, there's no one who, you know, they're not too big because they're playing at bigger clubs, maybe Man City's, Chelsea's. 
they don't they don't hold that against you that you're playing for a championship team because obviously that's an achievement in itself. Um, but yeah, I think it's a very good dressing room. Yeah, I'm happy to happy to be there and I get along with with all the lads and yeah, they've been really good. I think most of them have been playing for England at, at younger age groups. So to welcome me into the team, how they did, yeah, I was really really happy for that and yeah, I'm just excited for the tournament now and hopefully we can we can win it. Yeah, and like you say, a lot of them do play for the sort of big clubs, but probably, you know, they'll be playing for the under-23s a little bit, but, you know, they, they haven't got 30-odd games in the other championships. So your experience will be very different from a lot of theirs. Yeah, exactly. I think there's almost a bit of respect there because everyone's got a different pathway. They've probably been through the whole academy. Now they're trying to break into the first team there, whereas me, I've had a up-and-down sort of road, and now I'm playing games in the championship. So, yeah, I think there's definitely respect between all the players there, which is good. And, and do you think that the way you've come through, which is you know not as easy perhaps as some of those, but not that tough? It, it, do you think that's that's? I, know, I was going to say hardened, but I'm not sure that's the right word. It's just something that is giving you that resilience to say you have a knockback. It doesn't matter; you can keep on going. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I got released from from teams when I was younger, and I think that definitely put me in in good stead to where I am today. Um, I think it was tough for maybe a few years when I was fourteen, fifteen. That's when I was just sort of playing local football. And in my head, I, I thought I could possibly get a chance to play again at an academy, but it was almost being from Guernsey, it sort of slips away from you as you're getting mm. getting older. Thankfully, when I turned 16, I did get the chance. But yeah, I think getting released when I was younger, it definitely helped me to get where I am today. Well, it's certainly not turned to you in the, uh, the, the long run, has it? And, and I'm sure you know, you'll be seeing some of the, the reports written about you and where you might end up and all these different kind of things. Do you... Is that water for ducks bad? Do you read them? How do you approach that side of things? No, I don't, I don't read any media like that. I'm, I get told to, well, you get taught that as, as a young boy coming through, uh, especially here in the academy and stuff, you get told not to get too high at the highs and then don't get too low. So if I have a good game or a bad game, I sort of, I know in myself and my family will tell me, my dad will tell me if he, if he doesn't think I've had a good game. So yeah, I like to just keep it within myself I don't don't read anything so yeah I think that's a, a good way to keep it so I don't get too high or low yeah and, and, and as you sort of look ahead and try and map your sort of career out a little bit albeit you've got plenty of years to, to worry about with that is the experience of playing week in week out for a team like Bristol City is that something that you think will, will benefit you more in the, the long term than maybe going to a bigger club and, and sitting on a bench somewhere yeah 100% uh, the opportunities I'm getting now with the gaffer here and what he's done for me this season yeah, I'm very grateful to it. And obviously, like you said, moving to a, to a Premier League team now or, or a bigger team now, you're only going to be maybe playing 23s or, or sat on the bench there. So I think playing week in, week out here at the moment is definitely benefiting me to obviously in the future, I can maybe push on, play for Premier League. Hopefully it is with Bristol City. But yeah, playing week in, week out at the moment is definitely the best thing for me. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think we can see the development you've shown this season. So another opportunity, another couple of opportunities this season to do that. And and to finish off at home in a season where there have been some up and downs, Ashton Gate, how big a deal would it be to, to send the fans home with, with a real positive memory on Saturday? Yeah, massive. Obviously, not just for ourselves to, to put us in a bit of good form going into next season, because I think that's, that's very important. But obviously, like you said, the fans, they've been brilliant all season, home and away. Um, and yeah, we're, we're very grateful for them. Obviously, we've not probably made it easy for them to watch at times, but we do try our best. And obviously, we're very, very happy that they come and support us each week. And yeah, we can't thank them enough. And hopefully, we, we give it a good send off on Saturday. That's great. Thank you, Alex. Good luck. Cheers. Thank you. Hi, Alex. Hi, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. How, how big has this season been for you as a learning curve? Not 
particularly in the amount of minutes you've played, but kind of in the positions you've played and, and how you deal with the form when the team's when the team's form's not going so well. Yeah, it's been it's been tough at times, but also yeah, very beneficial for me. Obviously, playing a number of different positions at the moment, playing at wing back, which like I've never done in my short career so far, even growing up as a kid. But yeah, the coaches and the staff here are very good with me. Um, that like they understand that I can probably play a number of positions, and whether I have a bad game or not, I think there's still the element of trust that they can put into me to to do a job. Um, they know what I'm good at, so obviously playing at wing back, they want me to be more direct and going forward. I think at times, maybe recently, it's been I felt myself that I've been more as a defensive wing back, which is obviously not what they want me to be. They want me to be on the front foot and attacking, but. As games go on, I'm only going to learn, and, and then yeah, it's benefiting me at the moment because I'm learning a number of different positions. So it's only going to help me in my career. I was listening to you to your interview with with Ed a couple of weeks ago, and uh, you were you were saying how you're disappointed in your, in your own form, which kind of goes a reflection about how well you've performed throughout the season. Really, is that is that to do with the amount of minutes that you've played? And Pearson was mentioning just before that young players like yourself can can suffer burnout when they play so much football this season um yeah possibly I could think that but you know I, I set high standards for myself uh whether it be in training or in games and yeah I said that I wasn't happy with my recent performances I think I, I haven't played like awful I haven't played bad at all but I think because I set so high uh set high standards for myself I can always improve and, and do better um I think there's a lot more to come and there's a lot more that the fans and, and the club haven't seen from me but yeah, I'm just excited, really, and I really want to kick on next season and, and try and improve myself. Do, do you have ambitions in the game of where you're going to go? Obviously, there's a, there's a flow of your potential is a, is a bit of a glass ceiling, really, but is there one thing in particular that you would really like to achieve? I imagine those can change throughout the career, the, the, the more experience you get and the more achievements that you get throughout your career, but in this moment in time, is there something that sticks out for you? I think at the moment, um, the way it's going, my dream would definitely be to play for England especially seeing it now playing uh, in the younger age groups. You're, you're almost taught and then you see like the first team players sometimes when you're there and, and then it is a big dream for me to play for England. But yeah, like you said, as you progress, I think maybe at the start of the season, it would have just been to be playing as many games as I can for Bristol City. Um, and now for, for the next season, I want to start every game, be the first name on the team sheet. So yeah, that would be my main objective for next season. And obviously... For the rest of my career, it would definitely be to play for England one day. Is there a player that you particularly pride yourself on or looked up to growing up? Ooh, growing up, um, I mean, only really recently I've started to like compare myself to players. I think when I was growing up, I just liked Messi, obviously, when I was a kid, because he was just on fire at the time when I was younger. Um, Neymar's probably my best player, uh, my favourite player of all time. So, yeah, the players that that show off during the games and do skills and stuff. I think when you're growing up, that's what you want to enjoy. And then you take that into your training sessions as kids. But I think obviously obviously now I'm a bit more grown up. It's more the players like Mason Mount, uh, Phil Foden, who are like English lads who are doing it in the Premier League week in, week out and impressing there. So these are probably the players that I enjoy watching in the minute. Yeah, you never know. You might be playing alongside them one day for, for, for England. I mean, the, the the kind of speculation over your future is kind of impossible to ignore um, and, and fully justifies. I mean, how do you deal with that at, 
at the age of 18. Uh, I just try to ignore it, really. I don't... Obviously, it's there. You can hear the noise. I know the noise is there, but I just try and get on with my football. We've still got two games left to play, um, so I just want to finish the strong, really. Uh, finish the season strong uh, and yeah put myself in the best position ready for the Euros in the summer if I get picked so yeah like you said I try try my best to ignore it I don't read anything on social media so I think that's the best way to keep it. Has there been talks over extending your, your contract? I know you still have got time left on it and I think another three years at all but has there been talks over extending it at all following the season that you've had? Uh, there hasn't been yet no but obviously I signed, I've signed two two deals here so far and obviously I signed four year contract in at the start of the season so yeah we'll just see how that goes I've still got three more years here so yeah I'm very comfortable yeah. at Bristol City at the moment um, one, one last question for me I wanted to ask you about your, your close mate from Guernsey Ben Aisley who's coming to Bristol City in the summer what kind of a player can uh, Bristol City signing with him I think very similar to me I'd say um, growing up we would always play in midfield together I think he's probably bit more of a defensive-minded box-to-box, I'd say, whereas I'm more attacking. That's how it used to be when we were younger. He'd almost do the dirty work and then I'd go and be free and attack. But yeah, very talented player and he's he's had a great season for Guernsey, scoring a few goals. So yeah, I'm excited for him to, to come to Bristol and, and I'll look after him here. Uh, I saw one of his goals that he scored on, on, on Twitter a few weeks ago, absolutely worldy. Well, if they can get, get that potential out of him at Bristol City, then yeah, they're, they're on for a, a good signing in the future. Yeah, for sure. Cheers, Alex. Thank you. Hi, Riley. Hope you're well. Hi, um, okay. Just on Guernsey. Well, yeah, I'm good, thank you. I hope you're well. And um, Guernsey is quite a small area as well, and it's, it's quite something that yourself you come from there. Obviously, your friend will be joining you in the summer as well. What is it for a teenager to do on Guernsey? Do you, do you find yourself just always focused on football because it's isolated from England and, and that's why the likes of yourself and your friends play first team football for Guernsey? Yeah, I think in Guern- there's not a lot to do in Guernsey really growing up um, as a young boy. So most of the time you are playing football. Uh, that's all I was doing growing up as a young lad. Uh, I'd either be training or kicking about at school, lunchtime, or, or when you get home, it's always been football. But obviously, there is other nice things you can do there. Like in the summer, it's lovely to be there because um, of the nice beaches. But then again, you're, you're playing football on the beach anyway. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of kids in Guernsey and there's definitely a lot of potential out there. But it's about them getting the chance to show what they can do over in England. And I think Bristol City's been a great opportunity for so many players. And then just in regards to playing as a wing back and playing as a centre, you've said you never played wing back. So what do you think the qualities that you showed to Nigel Pearson and the staff made him try and convert you into a wing back as well? Because obviously versatility is key, but do you think there was any qualities that helped shape you into a wing back? Um, I think maybe the way our wing backs want to be playing, well, they want us to be playing is, yeah, on the front foot and very attack minded. And obviously I, I'd label myself as an attacking player who likes to, to get on the ball and beat players. Um, so obviously yeah I think that was probably one of the main things uh, and yeah like you said the versatility is very important so I think the gaffer must have seen in midfield I could probably do a job defensively and uh, and attacking as well so it's important to be able to do both roles and I think just having a good game understanding uh, I feel like I've developed that quite well over these past few years um, and yeah throughout the season as well I've definitely improved on that so these are probably the main qualities that, that he looked at to, to put me at wing back 
Yeah, because of course versatility is key as well. But sometimes players get lost in being so versatile. Or a player, I can't see you being lost. But do you see yourself in ten years' time as a wing back, or do you want to be like your idols, like Foden or Mason Mount? Um, yeah, I think maybe in ten years now, I'd love to be playing midfield week in week out at a team. But obviously, wherever, if, as long as I'm playing, I'm going to be happy. So whether that be at wing back, on the wing up front midfield I don't I'm not really bothered where I play obviously midfield is where I've, where I've played growing up so that's where I'm more comfortable so yeah I'm more happy playing midfield whether that be as a sitter or a box to box box to box or a 10 I'm not really bothered but yeah I've said before wing back I'm really not bothered about playing there as long as I'm in the team and doing all I can then yeah I'm just happy to be in the squad and there's a lot of young players in the squad and every time that they've spoken to us, they, they've said that someone like Matty James or Andy King or Joe Williams has been really influential in, in their careers. They've been the experienced head. Is there one player out of those names or perhaps someone that's given you the advice or been a really good mentor to you this season, your first season in the championship? Um, yeah, I think in different ways. Obviously, Andy Vyman was massive for me at the start. Um, obviously, just bringing me into training every day, we, we built up a quite a good connection. Obviously, we're very close off the pitch and, and I think that shows on the pitch as well. And then obviously the midfield players as well, Andy King and, and Matty James have both been brilliant with me um, as well on the pitch and off the pitch. I think King is a, a great example for anyone, especially the young lads at the club. We know we can speak to, to any of the, the senior pros here. Obviously Bent's the captain as well. He's massive for us. So I think it's important to have these senior players who almost, yeah, just teach us the trade so um, and help us in training say we're having a tough game or, or a tough training session yeah they can they can dig us out and, and help us so yeah we're, we're very grateful as young lads to have such good senior pros here that, that help us out thank you Alex all the best on Saturday thanks for speaking to us thank you cheers